go. All right. All right. The gang is back together. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back to the genre of your life. This is episode three. Um, after a few weeks of a little bit of illness, a little bit of busy, a little bit of working, we are <laughs> we are back together. Uh, I'll start off with Nick. Nick, how you doing today, my, my man? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Happy to be alive. Happy with you boys, man. It's the end of the year, you know. Yeah. Grateful to be with you guys. Yeah. And now back back from production, the busy man himself, Moses Lolly. How you doing today, brother? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Thank you, uh, you know, uh, for uh, for making sure I'm able to, you know, hop in today and everything like that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great year next year. Yes, you know, sir. Um, it was, uh, you know, it was pretty weird. It might have been great this year, 2022, but, you know, we're excited for a new beginning. I love that. I think Joel's back. Joel, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Perfect timing, my friend. Perfect timing. Yes, How you doing today, my man? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, a dog that me and my roommates have taken in just gave birth to seven healthy puppies. She might still give another one. We don't know. We'll see. But for right now, it seems like she's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're on call. <laughs> seven puppies. I'm going to be busy tonight because she's going to be in my room and everything. Um, you got to make sure my room is warm enough for her and everything. And the puppies, mm-hmm. you know, gotta keep them warm. Uh, other than that, been good. Uh, Christmas is coming up, and uh, there's gonna be big news on my Instagram for for the homies, not 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 the viewers. Sorry, viewers. <laughs> but, but there's gonna be big news on Instagram on Christmas Day, so keep a lookout for posts. Mm. Uh, and but now I've been good. I've been gaming, not streaming, but you know, still, yeah, been doing my thing, been working, and been keeping busy. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Yeah, to hear that. yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, well, it's good news for you guys. As you already know, for our listeners as well, if you've been listening, we're officially on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Pandora, <laughs> literally any podcast you can imagine sorry audio for, audio platform you're we're you listen to we're on it we we are officially launched on every platform which is really exciting um also check our instagram our website was launched as of last week at midwayavenueproductions.com you can find more about us on get there our our bios our reviews our link to our podcast uh you know uh what we do as a company so uh, make sure to check that out if you guys if you guys want to. Again, again, like I said, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music. So hope you enjoy. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the big leagues. So yeah, I mean, again, this is like in the one one of the last few episodes before the new year. So I want to go around, you know, talk to you guys a little bit about some, you know, what you guys been watching. Also, we have some major DC news that we haven't talked about yet. I mean. I mean, every day is a new DC update, whether it's Henry Cavill leaving or, you know, uh, Gal Gadot leaving or um, uh, The Rock is gone now. I mean, to be honest with you, James Gunn has some balls. If I'm the one firing The Rock, I would be sweating my ass off. <laughs> well, see, I, I wouldn't have fired The Rock. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm not risking it, man. That's some balls, man. Here's the thing that I'll say has has a DC fan, like DC growing up, DC in our house was the number one comic book in our house. It wasn't Marvel, it wasn't anything else. Literally, me, my older brother, my dad, all 
both our favorite heroes in the DC universe are Flash and the Batman. So DC's big in our house. So I think Marvel got way too big. Gabe James got way too big of a head. And now that he's here, he's uh, he's doing big things. Whether they're good or not, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be biased. Uh, they're not good at all. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> I'm going to be dead honest. Like, uh, But I'm going to let y'all just yeah, say your pieces. No, I mean... Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you know everybody else go, but you know it's um I I I I get it from you know a business perspective and everything like that from a business mindset. Of course, the fans are super important and everything too as well. But you got to look at it from a business perspective. You know, uh, Black Adam didn't really make uh, much money, make profit at all. Nope. You know? I can say why. You know, um, and uh, you know the past you know DC films. You know, none of them had made, um, you know, over a billion dollars, dollars except probably two films. You know, you have Aquaman and you have the Joker, which is not even part of the DC uh, universe, I guess, in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's been since, what, 2014, since, you know, um, uh, you know, the man, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, who was in a, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a long time, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, then bring a James Gunn might be a bad move, might be a smart move. I don't know. We'll definitely see. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Here's my thing, too. I feel like what I'm, I'm, I'm again, I think James Gunn is a brilliant. I think he's very creative. I think he's very like he's a good writer. I think he's very good at like creating these worlds and creating, you know, these stories and, you know, kind of bringing you know, the emotion to it. My thing, too, is that I'm kind of like. What kind of surprises me is that he, his his Suicide Squad was a flop. And to be fair, to be fair, it came out during the you know not post pandemic. It was like you know summer where you know we were kind of like getting vac- vaccines and people were getting people were getting you know back to the theaters a little bit. But Suicide Squad, and also to be fair, as someone who loves the first one. Um, that the people had a bad taste in their mouth of the first one, so he had a lot of bad things going against him. I definitely would have kept him as more of like a consultant, like a you know, like a over kind of like, not like Kevin Feige, but kind of like a creative consultant, mm-hmm. CEO. Again, I, I, I'm very curious. To, again, I want to give everyone a chance, a fair chance in the industry. As, as I always am. I'm curious to see where it goes as him as a leader, but also get a number. He's also be a CEO, also writing, directing, and producing. That's a lot to handle, uh, you know, in, in one as as one job. You have a lot going on, you know, whether it's you know, directing, writing, producing, and then also being CEO of this massive, you know, massive, massive library of you know stories and characters, and you know, um, the you know history of of these of DC. So. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, speak on that too as well a little bit. I mean, you you do have, you know, Kevin Feige who has been doing this for you so know, many years. There's, <laughs> he's making, he's now he's producing series along with yeah. feature films and specials and everything like that. You know, I guess, I guess, you know, from your from your point, I do understand when it comes down to him. Like, um, I don't think he's gonna be directing. I hope he doesn't. Um, if yeah. he does, mm-hmm. then. You know, then that's really gonna fuck up, like you know, excuse my language or whatever. Um, you know, like um, 
like his focus on literally just producing and why yeah. like completely understand about that. I hope he doesn't direct. If he does, then well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I see what um, you guys are saying. Like when when the news first came out, like, oh man, uh like James Gunn and Peter Safford are gonna be spearheading the new DCU. At first I was like how how do I put this slightly? I, I wasn't on board with it because I like James, like I saw Suicide Squad and it was straight, but it was kind of like I felt like they were focusing too much on the humor. And so I didn't want like the new DC universe to essentially just be an extension of that Suicide Squad. But the more I've I've been hearing like more and more about James Gunn and like I've been looking into his films a little bit more, stuff like that. And one thing I've noticed is like he does put. I feel like a lot of heart and soul like into the uh into the stories and into the characters. And I I really feel like if he kind of focuses on that and like and making each of these characters, you know, human and relatable and writing them in a way where they resonate with the audience, then I feel I feel like the DCU is gonna be pretty much in good hands and and I'm I'm a little bit biased because I am like a huge Superman fan. So when the news came out, he's gonna be uh, like writing the Superman script, it really, really piqued my interest. And like he was saying, oh, you know, Superman's gonna be one of the top priorities over uh, over with this new DCU. So I was like, mm, okay, so I'm I'm on board. Yeah, I, I, for I, now I, um, at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I am not like you guys, uh, <laughs> um, and, and I'm not putting hate towards James Gunn. Like he he is a, a a really good director and like really good at what he does. Like he makes stories really really well. My only issue is and it's not even like the firing or, or the leaving of these people one i felt like out of everyone the rock should have stayed i would like to have seen henry cavill stay but that's that's understandable well you know why he's not here anymore since he, james gunn wants to do a whole reboot which i was excited to hear about but seeing the films that james gunn has made and when we're talking about DC, I'm not excited because here's the issue that people do not understand is between Marvel and DC, they're completely two. They might be comic books, but they're two completely different universes. Mm -hmm. DC, like the, the bright, like light comedy things about them. Like they're not that big because it's like, I, I, found Suicide Squad an enjoyable film. Has a DC film, I did not enjoy it because it needs it needs to be gritty. It needs to be dark. A lot of the villains in DC in DC comics are fucking actual psychopaths. They're killers. They're 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 ruthless. The Joker is ruthless. So for 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 the films I've seen James Gunn do so far, I'm not too excited because we're again I'm talking about the DC. It needs to be dark. It needs to be gritty so that we can actually finally get these DC fans to want to watch these movies and to fully enjoy it. And I, I know I'm talking from a a, a a fan perspective and not a not business perspective, but if if you can't get the fans, and I mean like DC Comics is huge it's not marvel does fans don't outweigh dc fans like they're they're both huge fan bases so but the issues with previous dc movies is that they they didn't 
they didn't connect with the fans. And so mm-hmm. for for the business to actually work this time, they need to hit it to where the fans will come along and then you'll see other people because you know, you got Marvel fans for, for the first time. They were they're raving about it. They're like Iron Man and all these other films they were getting other people interested because of their fandomodium. You know what I'm saying? When you, when your homie is excited about something and he's ranting and raving about it, being like, oh my God, it's so amazing. You're going to want to watch it too. And that's how Marvel did it. So I'm not saying do films like the way Marvel did. What I'm saying is hit it to where the fans will be able to, to want to rant away and wave, what rave and, mm. uh, and 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 tell people go see the movie go see the movie go see the movie because that's how you get Star Wars Harry Potter Marvel they all did that they all got their fan base to want to support them with the DC films previously not a lot of fans wanted to support the movies because there just wasn't enough that was correct and 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 nothing to keep us interested in wanting to continue to to push for these movies and, and like black adam i said before i didn't like black adam as an anti-hero that was way too soon if they wanted to eventually change him to an anti-hero that would have been better because black adam as a villain would have brought more money because people would have been like holy shit this is just an this is just another deadpool with superpowers you know what i mean that just that was what in my mind but like i said like for DC to work this time, it needs to be DC, not DC copying what Marvel does, but it needs to be DC. It needs to have a dark, gritty Batman. And these villains, the villains are the thing, are the people that are going to bring the fans out. They need to be real people. They need to be psychopaths. They need to be ruthless and be willing to kill. So that's just my stance on this whole DC thing. So. I am not too excited about it, but again, James Gunn can, you know, surprise me. I can't. I don't know what the future holds, so we'll see what happens. You never know. You never know. And I feel like I give him a ch- at least a chance. Uh, again, I think the next yeah. point too is that like it's very, it's refreshing to hear that he wants to use Superman as like kind of like you know going forward, like you know a very <laughs> like focal point of his of his vision of DC. Um, but also to Moses' point too, I don't want I don't I don't see him direct stuff either because t- to your point, Moses, exactly, it's that then you're focus you're focusing too much on too many things where it's yeah, gonna be kind be of like, like too thin a little yeah, bit. Eggs, and you know why I've heard this from people I know people I know work at Marvel or at Disney that Kevin Feige has so much on his plate now that he's not overseeing everything. He's kind of overseeing stuff here and there. He hasn't been overseeing like everything as it used to be like you know, pre pre end game of like he that was he was his thing. Now he has so many chefs in the kitchen where like everyone's seeing other stuff. So it's kind of like yeah, you don't be stretched too thin. You don't want to like kind of be like over. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. Overwhelm yourself of like so many projects where it's kind of like oh shit, what's priority number one? What's next? You want to like make sure you're kind of like focusing on the right stuff and also not like going overboard with too much content either. Remember quality yeah. over quantity sometimes. Yeah, no, Ooh, I, I yeah. agree with you. I agree with you uh, with that. You know, on 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 that, uh, Doug. Um, you know, the one thing 
that, you know, mentioning, you know, Kevin Feige and everything like that about him, you know, not being able to sort of like I see everything with him still being a producer on everything now, which is great. Now, yeah, that's great. you know, he's he's uh, he's able to um, do that because of, you know, his um, success in, you know, you know, I'm going to speak business again in a way and everything like that. But his success in the box office, you know, um, he has so much control at Disney. It's crazy. Um, and everything like that, where he's able to do, you know, whatever he basically wants, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, Hell yeah. Um, you know, James Gunn hasn't really got there yet. So I'm yeah. hoping for him to direct, I hope it's not now. I hope it's not next year or the year after that or whatever. I hope it's when, you know, the success of the DC universe is, is that strong where he's like, you know what, you know, I'm going to give, you know, I'm gonna give. Um, I'm gonna make sure that if I want to direct and everything like that, I'm able to lend you know some of my, you know, um, I'm gonna try to see if I'm able to get support from yeah. my producer from this one film or whatever it is, you know, and um, and and yeah, you know, um, that's 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 basically it. You know, I definitely yeah. believe that what you basically said, give him a chance and go from there, because uh, I think it's it's true. Because at the end of the day, we all want DC to be good. We're all DC fans here. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, and uh, one of my favorite DC films, you know, is always gonna be Man of Steel. So yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, that's I, why he's I, the you know, goat. The goat. You know, with, with, with what, whatever they're gonna do with the new one, you know, I heard that James Gunn's gonna be writing it too as well. I hope that they just do that dude like justice. I hope that the character is done well. Uh, I don't know who they're gonna cast. You know. Um, but they just need to make sure that, you know, um, uh, that they just do it well. You know, I don't know what well is for them <laughs> or whatever, but, um, you know, yeah, that's, you know, that's my, that's my slice of pie, I guess. There's a, there's a great line from Ted too, where they're at Comic-Con and they, they're like the Hall H whatever. And there's like, uh, announcing the new Superman, Jonah Hill and Mark Wahlberg goes, Fuck! <laughs> yeah, if they if they did that, bro, I would I would have to switch over to Marvel. Well, man. I'm out, bro. Someone said Tom Holland. I said absolutely not. I said absolutely not. Mm, I will. No. I, hell no! I'm like absolutely not. I said you will never see the theater ever again. I'm like I will I will bootleg DC from going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I I don't know. They they want to go for more. You know, the younger. Younger actor and everything like that. Yeah, well, basically, with Batman. Yeah, with, like, with a younger man. actor, oh, like for on. Superman, get like, what's up? So, sorry for interrupting, but no, you're good, you're good. you guys talking just made me think, and uh, hopefully, they don't do Cyborg. <laughs> I love what? Cyborg, but I hope they don't do Cyborg because I want them to do Martian Manhunter. If you're going to do that much CGI, just make a fucking full on CGI. Do Martian, no, Martian Manhunter. Manhunter. Let's do old dope. school. Let's do old school Justice League. I love Cyborg. Don't get me wrong. Cyborg's an amazing character. Amazing like so great. Let's not do him for Justice League. Let's do Martian Manhunter cuz that is a more compelling character to add and all you would truly need is 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 voice is someone to voice act him. And you, you can do and you don't have to worry about his age because there's so many black unless you're they're going to show him in his human form, but there's so many 
amazing black actors who could do such an amazing uh, Martian Manhunter and do his human form as well. So and that's just me. But yeah. he, For Martian they, Manhunter, they yeah. should get Jimon Hansu. That I feel like that would be flames, bro. No more wizard. He's the, he's give, he'd be upgraded from the wizard of Shazam to. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's, I feel like I feel like DC kind of keeps wasting Jimon uh, Hansu because like casting him as yeah. a wizard, like okay, interesting choice, but they never really did anything with it. And like yeah, the wizard uh, in the, the wizard Shazam, his backstory is is insane. You could Loki make like a whole trilogy just about him, but no, Jimon Hansu as Martian Manhunter, I think that would be that'd be like really cool. Cause he kinda uh, have like this this fierce energy. And it's like, okay, that, that could be interesting, but like, he can still play like kind of calm, cool and collected. Uh, I can see that. that's who I would cast man. hmm I think that's way too film too many films, especially because he did he is already in Shazam. I like like I can understand since they're it, but I, mm-hmm. I just don't know. I mean, you you have um, uh, what's 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 her name? Um, uh, uh, that one person from the Marvels, um, uh, Jenna Jenna Chan, um, Gemma uh, Gemma Chan. Do you guys know her? She yeah, was, she was Internals and also Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they could yeah, do that. Do I, I I think they should do that because you know when it comes down to it, you know they're running out of. You know, like talent. You know, <laughs> yeah. besides, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, like nobody, which is which is fine. You know, never know what might happen and everything like yeah. that. You know, DC. You know, packs a punch when it comes down to talent, and if they get somebody else that's like nobody, then I don't. You know, I don't know. You know, you never know. You never know. I mean. Um, that's what I'm saying, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for for this for this uh, new journey that they got going. You know, some people are not. I, I think that you know, um, I, it's it's very, you know, I keep hearing the word, you know, toxic, you know, on 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 tw- on like you know Twitter or whatever, because I watch a lot of movie uh, news too as well and everything like yeah. that. You know, them wanting to fire James Gunn. You know, <laughs> that was that. <laughs> that. <laughs> That's toxic. That's, that's trolls being trolls. That's literally what it is. It's like, oh my gosh, you know. We'll, you know. <laughs> you're you're yeah. in your mom's basement. Someone's in their mom's basement right now. It's like hashtag fire games gun. It's like, bro, you live in your mom's basement. Like, come on, man. Like, get a life. All right, question for you boys though. Do we think we will ne- we will not see Peacemaker anymore? We won't see his Suicide Squad members anymore. Do you think like those will be rebooted as well? I, I, I love the show. I hope it is rebooted because it it would it would be kind of a slap in the face like if they reboot everything except James Gunn's Suicide Squad, and that would also kind of like fuck with the continuity a little bit of this new DC universe. So yeah, I say reboot it, like completely clean slate everything. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would I would reboot it as well. Um... Because it just like look if they want to bring back um if they want to bring back I forget his name if they want to bring ah, fucking what's the rest of his name like John Cena <laughs> John, John Cena there yeah. we go I, I, I Shazam. Uh, <laughs> John, if they want to bring back John Cena like that's understandable that's fine if they really want to do that but like I if they're gonna do a whole uh, Suicide Squad movie again 
then, yeah, they got to change it up. And they also got to get rid of Margaret Robbie, who was a great I love Harley Quinn. Her. Yeah, she was so a great good Harley Quinn. So good. People hated her, which I don't understand. She was uh, perfect. If they're going to do... If they're gonna do Harley Quinn again, hopefully they do like something like sort of like her old outfit. If they want to make it like more armor type, like whatever, that's fine. But I was like really hoping to see her old outfit. That be. I was gonna say, you know, I feel like you know Anya Taylor Joy can play can play a good, you know, um, Ooh, good casting. I like that. Anything, yeah. I like uh, that. Yeah, uh, if, if they were if there is that if that's what, if that's what the direction is, and, and I think that's what it is. I think you know should be. You know, really great at it, you know. Um, and you know, you never know. Uh, Margot Robbie might just go to Marvel and play, you know, <laughs> you know. It's um, I, I remember Nick Nick pitched uh Julia Fox as Margot Robbie, not Margot Robbie, <laughs> Nick, Nick pitched Julia Fox from Uncle Gems, uh, for uh, Harley Quinn when Uncle Gems came out a few years ago. I remember we were talking about this, you and I, uh, when we're in LA. You're saying, How about what if like Julia Fox played, um, uh, Harley Quinn, and I'm like, interesting. And again, you net you never know who they might pick. You never I'll, know. So I'll say this though, like currently, I, I wouldn't cast Julia Fox. Like she's gotten kind of <laughs> she's kind of a bit too weird to me. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm have to, to uh, type cast. Uncut Joms. <laughs> oh my god. She did <laughs> one really cool movie and then immediately fell off after that. It felt like <laughs> she she's a little crazy at the moment as well. Again, she's, type, a, little... She <laughs> she's yeah. a little yeah, she's she's crazy. Um but yeah, also back to, no back to an actor I would I'm... like to see in the DC films. Uh he could either do Martian Manhunter, but if he like probably make him like Black Lightning or something, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, hmm. I would love to see oh, him yeah. in the DC film. I can see that too because because he would he's a, such an amazing actor. Such when actor. he does his characters, he does it a hundred percent. He kills it. So I would love to see him in the DC films. Fucking unhinged oh, yeah. superheroes, you know? What I mean? no, what was uh, was, was, was Static Shock a DC character? Yeah, he's yeah, in the DC. Yeah, that would be really he, cool. He, he that was knows, my shit. He knows Bruce Wayne and everything. Uh, in the in the uh, in the show, he's even traveled to the future and met like uh, Batman Beyond, which was dope. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then now there's a whole new was it Static Shock uh, comic book of a of a of an artist that I follow. He, that one's making pretty big waves. And uh, so I would like to see Static Shot back in the game as well for film since we're doing oh, man. heroes. No, that would be and totally he, love that. He, he, they'd kill it, especially, you know what I mean? What I'm mainly concerned about is who's going to be the Flash? Because not Ezra, not Ezra Miller, <laughs> not Ezra Miller. Oh, thing, oh, man. I also didn't like his run. What the fuck was that weird shit? Like what the fuck? Anyways, yeah, <laughs> like I, everything Snyder does, but that like I I cannot co-sign that. I, I was confused not. the whole fucking movie, bro. I could not. He did a, such a great. He did such a great Barry Allen. Like has a has a you know has you know nervous and wasn't confident himself yeah. as a Flash because because when the Flash first started out, he was not confident at all. So I really no, like that they did that for his character. But it's just really it's like you gotta pick. You gotta be careful. So if they bring in a whole like a fresh face. 
I'm cool with Flash that. or something. I'm cool with that. It's just he has to be good. He has to mm-hmm. do his research. He has to do his studies and understand like the Flash's complex fucking history through comic books. Because the Flash is not a simple character. People just think, oh, he's he's fast and he's funny and he's wave. When the Flash's backstory and the history in comic books is so huge. So yeah. they, they they have to do him justice. Hey, well, I, I have a good casting for the Flash. This is gonna be a reach. It's gonna be a reach. Um you guys have seen I think Joel you've seen El Royale, the Bellhop the uh not Bellhop, the the lobby boy in El Royale. Hmm. Yes. Yes. He was also on top, top gun. He was Bob in Top Gun. That to me seems kind of like a interesting casting. Personally, for like okay. the Flash, that comes the right? Yeah, yeah. The 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 the, the yeah the lobby boy. The, he, he also went. He's also in Top Gun. Lewis. Uh, he said he was, he was Bob in Top Gun. Yeah, he was Bob in Top Gun. The the yeah, glasses. Um, Bob. What was his name? Uh, Lewis Pullman. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis Pullman. Yeah, Lewis Pullman. Okay, I remember seeing that name. Uh... Looking him up right now. Remember, okay. he was like kind of the, the nervous kind of remember, like the nervous, like also oh, yeah. please watch El Royale. This movie that movie's awesome. Just a little quick plug. <laughs> oh yeah. I gotta yeah. I gotta rewatch that. I haven't seen that since theaters with you guys. Oh so good. Yeah, it's a great movie. I was literally it's a great, great film. That's a um, yeah, it's an amazing movie. But uh yeah, I think he could definitely play, you know, he's still very much in his, you know, uh you know, young. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's twenty nine. He's at the yeah. He's yeah. No, that's it. That's uh, yeah. That's it. All right. Um. Yeah. He's at the age where he can play someone like like the Flash because the Flash. Yeah. He he wasn't a teenager. You know. He he was working for the police station as a as it was it CSI. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh. So yeah. He twenties and and. They can increase the stories as well. So yeah, uh, we don't need someone super young for the Flash. No. So yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, that would be it. He could do well depending on how well he can do. Someone who's witty and quick and just also flirtatious eventually. Yeah. No, I, I think it's you know, I think if James Gunn and WB like has a good casting director or like a good team of casting people, I feel like they're definitely in good hands. I do think we all agree that I think maybe unknowns might be, but it's fine if you, kind of, if you cast like a big name, but I feel like having unknowns where you can like, you can like, okay, I, again, if you, you see Ben Affleck as Batman, you see Ben Affleck. Yeah. You see The Rock with Black Adam, you see The Rock. Yeah. Having, having new talent, I feel like gives newer talent and new actors a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like give new t- also new talent also that you can work you can work they can also like develop the character their own way also kind of just like give them kind of like a chance to like grow into the character as well where like when you have a big actor they're always busy with stuff and always busy with like you know other projects where like look, look at tom holland tom holland kind of grew into spider-man so he could play nathan drake and uncharted or in the movie cherry where like you can definitely grow into a role where you can also like evolve as an actor i feel like which yeah. is kind of Pro of casting oh. a younger talent, also unknown talent. So you never know. We'll see. I'm hopeful of DC. But moving on, I want to hear Moses' reaction Moses for Avatar. We haven't seen Avatar yet. Only you have. Moses, your floor is your, my friends. Avatar 2, what are your thoughts? I, I, I think, you know, that movie's, you know, visual look, you know, I'm going to go see a second time and everything like that. Uh, so nice. 
Oh, damn. Um, you know, that movie's visual look is 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 amazing. You know, um, it's yeah, you know, when you're literally yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It's 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 really, really, really good. It's long it's long, of course, three hours, whatever, you know. Um I, I don't I don't feel like you have to like stand if you have to use a restroom, you go out and use a restroom or whatever. <laughs> but um but I, I think that movie, you know, is visually amazing, you know. Um and uh yeah, you know, I, I just say, you know, give it give it a chance and everything, you know, um, because you know, there's some scenes that I'm like, man. You know, uh, the visual effects and everything like that is literally, you know, like two times better than, you know, um, uh, you know, what sort of like uh, Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War did with like Thanos. I'm not even going to lie. You wow. know, that's just down his shoes. Yo, you know, that's big praise, my brother. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, yeah, because it's like, you know, James Cameron, you know, is is doing something completely different. You yeah. know, um, uh, even though it's be, he's being a little bit weird on the social media <laughs> anything like that he, he's you know he's he's <laughs> he's definitely right about you know the idea how incredible they 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 did you know with this um uh with this uh you know new film and everything like that you, know, you look at the you look at the last one and you're like oh that's great but you look at this yeah. one you realize it's a huge it's a huge difference there you know it's it's very spectacle and it's very you know uh you know um it's a very world building sort of like a, you know, film and it's great. Um, so yeah, when it comes down to like, you know, like, um, like the story, it's a little bit, you know, they can, they can do better, but you know, um, I, I overall just thought it was a good movie. You know, it was definitely really, really pretty to watch. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I do want to, I want to see it from the visual perspective. I want to see it like, I, I mean, do you see an IMAX by chance or 3d? I, I saw it on IMAX. I didn't get a chance to see it on 3D. Okay. I, I definitely, I can, was it, is it, was it worth seeing an IMAX is my question. Yeah. Oh, me. Okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. Go see, I mean, if you get a chance to go see it in 3D, do that. But okay. definitely see it in IMAX, you know what I mean? Um, because yeah. it's, it's very like, like when you're watching this, when you're sitting down, you realize how it's like i don't know man it's like i don't i'm like i don't really have words for it. i'm just saying it's really really large you know um yeah, spectacle. It, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's a very spectacle film you know it's yeah it's um yeah it's, it's yeah i i enjoyed it so, all right yeah i, I want to check it out i don't I think, I think nick me and nick i'm gonna see it next week um mm-hmm. it's why you know james cameron before the show started we talking about it before you hopped on moses uh you see, the, you see the video of James Cameron flipping off the fans in LA? Oh, really? He did that? <laughs> oh, no, it was, it was it was wild. So like, after watching, I, I, I kind of see where he's coming from though, because like they did have like a little bit of negativity, man. So if I was James Cameron, I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> for, for context, he's he's known to be on the record saying, "Fuck autographs." I'm I'm quoting James Cameron. Fuck autographs. Mm. I don't do autographs because people will sell my shit on eBay. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, so, they should have known. They should have known better. That's what happened. Most that basically he's in LA. I think I think it was Westwood, whatever. And there's all these fans, you know, they're wait, outside waiting. All these posters, Avatar, you know, action figures, whatever, and DVDs and Blu-rays. And he's coming out of this screening, right? And they're like, oh, James, 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 yo, autograph, autograph, autograph. And he really like he goes out of his way to like smugly like. Walk past the 
fans of saying like don't like, don't, don't, don't look at me, don't touch me, whatever. And as he's 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 walking to the to his you know cars, car service, whatever. Uh, um, they're like boo boo boo, and the bodyguard is laughing his ass off. It's hilarious. And then they go oh boo boo, and like someone says fuck Avatar, whatever. <laughs> and so <laughs> again, you you woke you woke the snake. So Cameron rolls down the window and puts his fingers out and flips them off and then drives away. <laughs> you know that's I'm not I'm not gonna lie. That is funny, but that is very. Bad for for James Cameron. Literally, that's yeah. It's not good luck. That, that is that is not good. When you look at a viewer's perspective, you know you realize that you know some, you you have this outlook right now and everything like that. People are saying uh, they're not gonna go watch Avatar because of literally James Cameron because of this notion that he's putting out there. That's very much like oh, I'm better than Marvel. Yeah, you know, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, kind of sort of like a you know thing, and it's not exactly good. You know that that brings. You know, I guess you know that brings less driven fans to your film, and or doesn't bring any fans at all. You know, so yeah. you know, right there, you know, causes you, you know, in terms of value, in terms of you know the box office market and everything like that. Your film is not gonna, you know, hit, you know, what it needs to hit, you know, to even, um, to even tie uh, the the marketing and as well as the budget, you know, income. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because no, they need to make a billion dollars to be profitable or whatever it is. Uh, you know, one point two two billion. You know, so like Damn. if you do that kind of stuff, it's like yo, like you're, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I go look. I agree, Moses. I, he, yeah, he, I agree with you guys. He has, a, he has a big ego. I feel like, and it's your point, Moses. Yeah, he's been on the record for saying, "Oh, we did this better than Marvel." Okay, man, it's a to- different thing, man. You you have James Cameron IPs. That's Marvel. It's a totally different thing. And also, this is the same guy. Yeah. We all know when, when Endgame passed Avatar in the box office, what, 2019, whatever, he's the one that said, we're going to re-release Avatar to show you. And guess what? Avatar got number one again. That's kind of petty. That's oh, yeah. he's, he's gonna be petty. Doing, he's going to be doing that for, for forever. He's going to be doing that forever until, let's say, you know, event, uh, you know, Kevin Feige is like, yeah, we're going to release you know, Avengers Endgame with some, you know, you know, a little bit more new footage, 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 and everything like that. Oh, best believe. <laughs> you know, they say like, oh, um, there's some scenes uh, that we that you guys I forgot to miss with uh, Chad Bozeman or whatever that we're gonna release. Oh, huge! You know, you know James Cameron's gonna be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna release, I'm gonna release Avatar again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like an 8k you feel the water you feel you feel them you feel the dragons or whatever but also too you're on the same team they're both disney movies marvel's yeah, disney avatar is now by disney now so you're fighting fire by yourself you're, fi- you're fighting for yourself it's, it's all about ego you know they don't care huge ego. you know what i mean they don't, they don't care about that you know it's, it's, it's huge ego <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I, I think that you know kevin feige is very much you know like yeah, because he, he, he's not saying a word on social media. He's not very big on social media he's, at all. He's smart. He's smart. smart. Yeah. He's, he's smart. He's um. He knows that he's he's doing his own thing and everything like that. You know, he's probably getting ready to film. You know, uh, Deadpool three and all that kind of stuff like that. Well, you have some like James Gunn who still talks to the fans on social media, and you know James Cameron filming people off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'll send you the video. Man. You the video, man. You're gonna, you're gonna be like, oh, come on now, like you're gonna be like, and again, this is kind of like, 
I remember when this few years ago, if you guys remember this, I remember 2020 when COVID was very like, it was heavy on lockdowns. You know, the industry was shut down. There was not a lot of things being filmed, as we all know. And I remember Mission, uh, Mission Impossible 7, part one, whatever, uh, got shut down so many times because there were so many COVID outbreaks and so many COVID violations. Tom Cruise said, the fuck y'all doing? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to help you guys stay in business, trying to keep you guys employed and you're, mm-hmm. you're not, and you're not wearing masks. You're not following the guidelines. People are like, Oh, he's being too harsh. No, I think he was being reasonable because he, this is his production. Only a few things were in production during mid 2020. And one of them was mission impossible seven or part one, mission seven part one, whatever. And I feel like he was in the right to say, Hey, listen, yeah. Yeah. He yelled like, kind of like a uh, tropical thunder, like his character in tropical thunder, less Grossman, but like he definitely like, <laughs> He definitely had a point where it's like that is an ego. That's him trying to like keep people safe and also keep people employed. So I, yeah. I thought that was definitely handled better from him. We're getting to your point now. With James Cameron flipping off the fans, like come on, man! Like people are people are uh, yeah. big fan of yours. Like yeah, um, yeah. it's a little petty, but hey, I'll, um, I'm about to hop off. I just want to say, you know, like love hearing from you guys. You guys are the best, but you know, I can't wait till the next time. Oh, of course, Nick, man. Thanks for joining, man. Because we all, as we all know, Nick, you're one of the you know one of the hearts and founders of this production and this company and this podcast. So thank you for joining. I don't know how about you to work tomorrow, but next time we'll be together again. Next next episode, um, again, man. We're very happy to have you back on the show, man. Glad you're thank back, you, bro. Thank you, man. Glad to be back. But all right, you, happy holidays. Say again. A happy holidays. Ah, uh, yes, you too. You too, my brother. Peace and love, you guys. I love you, bro. Deuces, Amen. bro. All right, deuces. Um. Uh. Um. So yeah. So again, thank you, Nick. Thanks for joining. That was it was a huge treat that you hopped on. Uh. But yeah, Moses, go ahead. Sorry, Moses. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. Let's talk about you know, Nick. You know, let's talk behind his back. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Where because we're we... recording this and playing this on the internet, so he doesn't know. <laughs> Nick, listen to this. We love you, but uh, <laughs> but uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's honestly, man. You made you made a great point, man. Of like, literally, like, yeah, it's ego, and also if people like, in if you saw, I don't know, if we saw like Tarantino or Ryan Coogler or you know, uh, you know, the Russo brothers doing something like that, you'd be like, come on, man. But I feel like James Cameron feels like I don't know he's cinema god or you know, movie theater god, so like. You know, he has free will, and it's like, come on, man. I get it. You're not, you're not an autograph person, but I would have been like, hey, listen, guys, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Uh, happy holidays, and go walk in the car. That's what somebody like Tom Tom Cruise would probably do, you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. Because he, I mean, you know, Tom, Tom Cruise has his own demons and everything like that, but when it comes down to yeah. you know, cinema, you know, itself and everything like that, you know, he loves he loves the fans, you know? Oh. Um, and everything he does, filmmaking, literally for you know for the people and for the idea when it when it when it comes down to you know the whole COVID situation, you know you got to know that you know he, he it's like he he was also like you know whenever that he had had to shut down everything like that that is money lost you know yeah exactly um, too as well so you know um, I, I definitely understand you know from his perspective you know uh, being in two thousand and twenty two now and everything. So, um, but, but yeah, 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 man. It's, it's, li- it's literally like, it's, 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 again, it's ego, but yeah, away from Avatar, you also saw a movie that I'm so excited for today. I'm so jealous about 
you saw Damien Chazelle's Babylon. Moses, floor is yours again. Your thoughts on that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ba- uh, Babylon. It was, it was, it was definitely incredible. You know, like la- la- uh, I said, you know, I told uh, Doug earlier uh, that you know, literally the first thirty minutes, it's um, it's it's very energetic. You know, <laughs> it's no, it's it's cra- it's crazy. It's it, there's a lot of energy. It literally like wakes you up. I'm not gonna lie. That first thirty minutes, because it's you know, it's um, like. My, my heart was like beating like a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm being serious. When you were literally sitting down, you know, um, um, it's like, it's like when we're watching, you know, Uncut Gems and everything like that, you know, we're, yeah. we're anxious, but this time it's, it's, it's like good, like good anxiety. I don't know if there's this thing as good anxiety, but, Excitement. you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely crazy. It was, it was a beautiful film in terms of cinematography and everything like that. Shot really, really pretty, shot on film and everything, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, Damon Sizzell did it again with this one. I hope people go enjoy it. I hope you go and watch it, you know, um, uh, because uh, yeah, it's a good movie and the theater needs you. But yeah, that's it. I hope it does well. <laughs> Open as well, man. I feel like again, as someone again, I remember, I remember, I just remember like us being, you know, freshmen in film school and like him winning the Oscar. He was the youngest guy to ever won the Oscar at thirty-one, I think thirty-one, thirty-two, which is mm. crazy, which is which is awesome. But like, yeah, man, as a, as a young director, he has like so much. Like, I, I didn't love First Man. Like, it was good. It was filmed really well. It was filmed like beautifully. But like compared to like a lot of Land or Whiplash, like those are his kind of like those are his like really like his strength of like writing original kind of like not spectacle but like very like engaging like to your point engaging very kind of like ooh i'm very invested into this story right away like how you how you say with my babble on the first 30 minutes is like you're definitely like it, you're definitely interested the first 30 minutes it kind of hooks you right away yeah. uh, I, I hope it does well man you know i, I know paramount represent right uh, i hope it does well <laughs> um, I mean, great, great cast. Um, again, again, I'm hoping that you know, you know, it's the holiday season. That hopefully people go back to the theater for like whether it's Avatar or Babylon or uh, what else come out this week? Puss in Boots, you know, something like something yeah. like that, where like you have you have a lot of, have a lot of options, which is really cool. This game, Black Panther, still killing in theaters, which is awesome. Like you have so many like options for like movies in yeah. theaters now that like you can, you can definitely go back and back again and again. And then we have Oscar season coming up in like in a few weeks. You know, uh, I'm sorry, award season coming up in a few weeks. So like, there's so much, you know, um, there's so much, you know, things you can see in the theaters that you have like endless options, which is really cool. Yeah. Um. um see. Uh, yeah. No. 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 I. I. I you know. Um. Uh. The the one thing you know I definitely you know enjoyed about you know Babylon is is um. You know, uh, there there is there is moments where you knew as as like a you know film filmmaker and everything like that you're watching it, and you know because it's it's about filmmaking. It's the idea of you know old Hollywood and everything like that. Yeah. You know, and and how crazy it was back then, and it's just you know, um, it's it's also a little bit inspiring to sort of like I watch that from like you know yeah. my point of view and everything like that. You see these people that are just trying to make crazy movies. You know, um, and uh, you're just watching it, and you're like, man, you know, um, yeah. There's so many little life, nice, nice little moments that you know just pays homage to the idea of filmmaking. That's really, really cool. But yeah. Oh, awesome! Well, again, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm fully invested in it. I love Damien Chazelle. 
Um, I saw I saw last night a, a really funny movie. It's called Violent Nights with David Harbour. Yeah. Uh, this movie is fun as hell and violent as shit. Mm. I mean, it's the guys who did, you know, David Leach who did, you know, Pull the Train, the first John Wick, Deadpool 2, Comic um, yeah. yeah. 1. Oh my God, man. The first 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I was like, oh, is this kind of movie? Whereas, like, they when, they, when they start right away with the violence, they kept going and going and going. And I was like, wow. Yeah, and I, I love again, I'm a big John Wick, you know, Bullet Train kind of fan. Mm-hmm. I, I love kind of like that, like kind of like, you know, action, the very like quick, but very kind of like it's stylized, but also mm-hmm. it's very like realistic and it's very kind of like insane at the same, at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so much fun, man. David Harbour as Santa is perfect casting. Like he like, I've never seen a Santa this violent before, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's something, there's, there's this movie where I was like, wow, I've truly seen Santa do everything now. I'm like, wow, I've seen, I've seen it all. But at the same time, he, he's kind of how he is in as Hopper in Stranger Things. He's very good at kind of like being very lovable and bringing mm. the emotion too. Mm. And I think you can see that definitely in you know, Stranger Things in this movie too. Is that yes, he's a badass. He's you know he's like he's he's killing a bunch of people on Christmas. <laughs> but at the same time, he 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 really he cares that like I'm getting my ass kicked a lot too. But mm. I'm, I, this is my holiday. This is like this is my life. Like I can't like I can't just like walk away from it. But I thought it was kind of interesting to see like oh look, even Santa has like dilemmas um, <laughs> in, in movies. As <laughs> exactly, exactly. Where I was like, "Huh, interesting." And the way they kind of again, not everything's great. I feel like the chemistry between the the family members mm-hmm. is a little bit off. I feel like they're kind of like they're supposed to be scared, and the whole time they're kind of like, "Oh, we're being kidnapped," or "Oh, no, we're being held hostage." I'm like, "Are you are you guys scared? Are you guys kind of like worried? Kind of you're very not you're very nonchalant for being." Held hostage. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, it's kept from spoilers because I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no, 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 of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. But um, <laughs> it's the, it, but, but story wise, you, you're watching because see, you get it. It's also, it's also a love letter to like Home Alone and Die Hard yeah, and kind of like those movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a love letter, for sure. Like very pays pays homage to those movies. But if you can see it, it's so much fun. Ooh. David Leach and his company. Again, they have another winner on their hands, in my opinion. I feel like the way they're able to like make these original action movies, where you can take Santa Claus or guys on Bullet Train or the, or the, the Nobody and Nobody, uh, or it's like you can like make these kind of like these like kind of like these these you know these kind of like lovable like kind of like you know not violent people. You yeah, make, you, you, you can make them violent. Yeah, also, they're still lovable at the same time at the core of it all. Yeah, so no. that was kind of interesting. So worth the watch. I thought it was hilarious. Um, so I, was yeah. gonna say, I, I, I wish, I wish, I hope that you know it would have been great. You know, I know they already have a director and everything like that, but I kind of see you know David Lynch, you know, directing, you know, the, the Thunder uh, Bolts and everything like that movie. Oh, um, you know, I, have, know, I know. Very, you know, violent and very you know gritty too as well. Um, they all kind of hate each other. You know, I feel like <laughs> yeah, you know, David Lynch would have been great to you know take that. Take that film and everything. Um, who's doing it? Who's doing? Who's doing Thunderbolts? Do we know? I have no idea. Uh, Jake, Sh- Jake, sorry, I butchered his name. Jake Sharir. 
Yeah, I don't know with Jake Shearer. Um, He's it, it, done. Oh, he did Paper Towns, which I I enjoy Paper Towns for what it was. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed it, but that's like that's like a different. Like, it's a way different movie. <laughs> no, it's a different movie. You know what I mean? It's it's like completely different. You know, um, a lot of t- lot of t- lot of TV, a lot of TV and music videos. A lot of TV and music videos. It's most. Uh, hmm. I mean, at least he's you know, at least he's done like work. I guess in a way. Right. 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 You, know, you, you, you don't want someone catering and craft services the next day. You're ma- you're making Blade. You're like, mm. you're yeah. Not, you don't want that. Yeah. He's a, he's um, a music video director. That's what he. That's what he is. You can definitely tell that for sure. Yeah. And then Eric Pearson. Eric Pearson is writing. Thunderbolts, and he wrote mm. Black Widow. Okay, which is okay in the Marvel family. He also wrote Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Um, and he wrote well. He, he, he was a script doctor on Endgame, Infinity War, Homecoming, mm. and Ant Man. So all right, he's he's been with the Marvel <laughs> squad for a while. So okay. yeah, I, I but yeah, you're right. I, I would have loved to see David Leach do like a Marvel movie, like something kind of like again, again. I mean. Sean Levy's doing Deadpool three, obviously. So like, he can't do he can't do Deadpool three again. Deadpool three, like he, he did two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that would have been cool, man. Because I feel like you could make kind of like kind of like Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw was pretty violent for a PG thirteen movie. It had pretty like stylized action for like again a quote yeah. unquote I mean, thirteen I mean, movie. They, they kind of make you know they, they kind of make Dan Johnson feel like a superhero in that one too as well. Sure, he's. <laughs> I mean, I'm like in fast. In fast, you know, nine too as well. They made freaking uh, Vin Diesel feel like an actor. He was the He was literally. Did you see that scene when he like brings down the the, the, the chains, the, the, the chains, the, uh, hands. the chains, the chains, right? It's <laughs> no, no. Joel knows. In fast seven, when 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 he goes, you know what? You know, he, you know who always wins. The street always wins. He does, he does, he does the Hulk. And then Hulk, st- <laughs> Hulk stomps the fucking sidewalk. And then and the, whole the whole place claps. goes down. I'm just like, it's... it's, wait, wait, wait. it's... <laughs> wait, what? And uh, Fast Seven, he's fighting Tatum. He goes, he goes the, the, the thing about the streets is, the streets always wins. And he fucking like... And then he... <laughs> he hawk stomp. He literally stomps on the ground with one foot, and the whole place just falls down. The whole fucking like it, Like he literally hawk smashed the place. So we're like, come the fuck on! <laughs> like, <laughs> like you gotta be shitting me. You can't. You can't. No. <laughs> like, it's it, it's it, it's funny to like I I understand like it, it's great that they can stylize it to be more like here her, like superhero esque but there's like a time and a place and fast uh Fast and Furious is not the fucking movie to do it it really isn't like I don't want <laughs> like, wait, uh, wait what is I'm, I'm wait so what is he what is he stomping at I'm still <laughs> okay so they're they're on top of a parking lot. A, okay. Like, okay know, pay to place parking lot, you know, structure, and uh, Jason Statham and Vin Diesel are fighting. You know, they're okay. using they're using like metal bits from vehicles, like swords, 
basically, <laughs> and they're fighting each other for uh, like a few minutes, and then and then you know, uh, Jason Statham, of course, the villain has to say something. It's like you're not gonna win or some shit like that, and then Vin Diesel stops, <laughs> straightens up, and goes, "You want to know who win- Who always wins?" the streets and then he literally <laughs> stomps he stomps on the ground and the cracks. whole place except yeah it starts cracking and then and then collapses and and only Vin Diesel's spot is the only thing that didn't collapse but everything else fell to bits and so that's how he beat Jason Statham because the streets always wins and he could just hawk st- hawk stomp the fuck out of anything and just be like yeah like like it open like 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 he just spoke for the streets and it's like time to represent you know like what all right you know he literally like it's but to your point moses yeah literally in fast nine he, he pulls he goes i'll save you he pulls down the fucking chains and the whole building falls down too i was like i was like come on man like <laughs> come on I, I know the d- director is like just is doing that on purpose i hope he's doing it on purpose i hope so too you know but I, these were once, you know, these about, you know, racing and everything like that, which was great, but now, superheroes. now it's about, you know, hope matching and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like, honestly, it's not official. Basically, Fast 9 is kind of like Fantastic Four. Like, everyone's like, everyone has superpowers. Oh, my gosh. I hope that's not the case. Everyone has superpowers. Someone said, oh, cast, what? Cast, cast Vin Diesel as the thing. I said, absolutely not. I love Vin Diesel. I love you, Vin. But no. But hell no. Not, not, the, not the thing. No. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that basically, so Fast and Fierce movie, basically, it, it's, like a, it's like the Saints Row games. You know what I mean? The first two were about gangs, and then after that, they just uh, they took over uh, a state and became an independent country. Uh, he became a president. Uh, what was it? And then next, he became a president that had to fight aliens and got superhero powers, and it, it, it's sort of like that. Like that's fast and furious to me right now, where it's like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it, I mean, well, it's, it's you know they're they're very they're getting to that point, but you know it, they're still very enjoyable to like watch. You you go in there and you just want to be entertained, you know, um, and which which is great. You know, some people don't like that, some people do. But I stopped watching. Yeah, yeah, but um, but <laughs> they're fun. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're fun. But again, you you go in there to like. Not not watch Rocket Science. You're just watching it to see Vin Diesel become the Hulk for two hours and just like <laughs> you, see, you see you see him you see him let loose with all some steam for two hours. <laughs> two hours, let him loose and everything. Um, um, oh man, it's, it never gets old. <laughs> yeah, they, they got two more two more films to go. More films to go, man. Before they're done. Um, but yeah, oh, you know, I uh, go ahead. Joe, what what you been watching? Anything good? Any shows and movies you want to recommend? Uh, I was I I've been on Stars recently because my friend hooked me up with a profile and her family is like Stars, which is nice. dope. I, I literally have my own profile and everything, and I've been watch I've been checking that out. It doesn't have too much. It's like eh. Um, but I recently watched a show that came out this year called The Serpent Queen, which is about uh, the French's longest reigning queen, 
literally. Um, <laughs> and like cruelty and how she did it and, and went to power. It's all it's all in English, obviously. Um, it's a it's an interesting show. It really is because it's sort of like a. I, I believe they they might probably have another season, but for for the first season, it's really like flashbacks of it. Like she's so she has this young black maid uh, become her personal maid, uh, and uh, she starts telling about uh, how like she went from being an orphan, being raised in uh, the coven, you know, the by nuns and everything, to being, you know married to the king and having children and trying to become queen of France. It, it's really good, like, cinematography-wise and story-wise, and then just, there's some sort of big actors in it, not, like, super big, but, you know, uh, I don't know her name. Hold on, give me one sec. Uh, because she has a queen. She did uh she did amazing. She really carried it with how she talked and narrated, and she did absolutely fantastic. Uh, her name is San- Samantha Morton. She's an English actor, obviously. Mm. Um, is it, where's it? It's on Stars. It's on it's Stars. Happened. Yeah, she she's also gonna be in the Whale. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, the, the Whale is great. Her the Whale. Yeah. Is really yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely gonna so, go see that. Yeah, I need to see that. But uh, but yeah, no, she does, she does such an amazing job narrating, and it's just overall interesting because they show they show you like how stupid monarchies are. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like back in the past, like you know, people would be like, "Oh, it's dramatized," but like if you think about like through history, we we had these monarchies where it's like by family and these people raised into it where it's like she talks about the politics uh of 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 the crown and the people that are you know are there with the crown and then you know the sons and daughters and and mm. the court and everything and they show those politics slash games but also shows how fucking stupid the monarchies are because of how stupid the people are like they might have had an education but overall they're really dumb because it was all self, it's 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 an interesting show. I, I highly suggest if if you like shows like uh, let me think, uh, if you like shows where it, it's it's not a lot of action but more storytelling and and you want a few laughs but also just like more of like character like you you'll enjoy the characters and and the story a bit more than anything then definitely watch that show uh it's high i personally enjoyed it and then her younger part uh, the, her her younger counterpart not the not the maid but the uh the girl who played the younger queen you know when she's talking about all these stories uh did just such a fantastic job i don't know her name either again this is like an english show but uh <laughs> she did <laughs> she, she i got let me look her let me look her up because, uh, i feel like such a dick i feel like an asshole if i don't like look her up you know what i mean um her name is Liv hill uh you know she's young she's 22 she did such a fantastic job playing the younger version of her 
Um, mm. She hasn't really done much, as I'm seeing here, but she's an amazing actress. So I'm hoping, you know, she gets more roles and everything because she did uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, and, yeah, I personally like the show. I don't know if you two will like it, but I, I would say check it out if you can, for sure. No, yeah. I, mean, I, do have, um, I do have stars and everything like that, so. You know, I'll definitely, I'll definitely, you know, check it out and everything like that. I have like a three months, um, like, uh, yeah, I have like a three months for like $3. So I'm going to waste the three months and, you know, see what happens after that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I might have to go you guys too as well. Um, worry, okay. And everything. But, you know, um, it was great chatting with you guys. And all that. Yeah, Moses. Thanks for having back on, man. I'm glad the boys were back together after a long hi- little bit of hiatus of you know working and sickness. But uh, my friend, happy holidays. Till next episode. Can we have you, can we have you back on? Yeah, the boys back together again for next episode. But uh, again, man, thanks for always being again one of the hearts and you know souls of this uh, podcast and uh, company, man. We appreciate it, Moses. Thank you so much. You know, uh, for our listeners and everything like that. You know, uh, thank you, and I uh, hope you guys have a great holiday, and uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk soon again. All right, brother. All right, happy holidays, bro. Right, Stay safe. All right, thank you too. All right, Peace. love you, bro. Peace. Love you too. Uh, just the so, two of us. <laughs> like that was at the end of the day. It's always just. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this is uh, if. I know you're, I wouldn't say you're picky, but when it comes to like things you watch, Doug, uh, I would say if you're going to watch this, at least enjoy it from a writer's perspective. Because oh, yeah. the writing is good. It's not complex or something like super. It's just they wrote the show so well. They really oh, did. Definitely. I personally truly enjoy it. So if if you guys like, you know, and just sort of dumb, the the comedy is funny, but it's also dumb funny because again, it is sort of making fun of like the monarchy. But if you think truly, like I said earlier, like if you think back to monarchies, they are dumb. So 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 yeah, no, that was just my take on it. But, no, uh, I def I definitely want I, I want checking out. I'm very intrigued. I watched that. I was gonna watch um, Blackbird because I think I've heard awesome things about it, and uh, you recommended. Oh it, you know? my god! It's bro. really good. It is so amazing. The cast holds that show so well. Taron Egerton, man, writing. it's t- he kills it in anything he's, a good actor, he's in. Man. <laughs> he's so amazing. I like. I love him as an actor. He's great. Uh, so definitely, yeah, no, check it out because he does such an amazing job. Like, All right, I gotta watch the it. emotion to it, like, because uh, I, I'm not gonna spoil it, but I'll tell you about the character just a tiny bit. Like what? Because Bitch. because you'll figure it out in the first. Like, clearly, they talk about his character in the first episode. Uh, he he's this guy who's in football, and you know, he, he's his name's pretty big. Uh, but he also sells drugs, and eventually the you know DEA or whatever I forget who was that arrested. But they arrest him, and they're gonna be like, "Look, you're gonna go to jail unless you help us catch this guy and have him admit to everything, and just help us find a way so he doesn't like gadget. Like he he you know like he knows details that people don't. But because he is 
simple. <laughs> he he's getting away with it. You know, like back in the past, like there have been cases where people got away with the crime. Yeah. Because yeah. the police is like, it's this guy. It's not he never heard a fly. He's just making up a story. It it's that, basically. And that's the and so he they're like, you have to have go under this fake name and go to jail and you gotta befriend him and just get any information you can so we can give these families the rest that they need. And so, you know, a guy who's done drug dealing and listening to this guy's story, by the way, the guy that's playing the, the, the really fucked up, like killer. Yeah. I've, I've seen him before. Hold on. Oh yeah. It's uh, Paul, Paul Walter Hauser. Um, I've heard, yeah, I saw, I saw, I seen him in a lot of things. He was in Corella, which I love. I love Corella. He Uh, is, Dude, you hate his character, but you love his fucking okay. acting because he 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 is so good, man. He's a very good actor, man. I, He's I an amazing actor. He's a very he good whole, actor. He makes you feel so sick watching the show. Like you, it's hard to do. You know me. Where I, like I I grew up watching like my mom used to watch um uh, my mom always used to watch like do, like like serial killer like documentaries and like you know the cold cases and everything and you know yeah. you see these interview and hear about these people so for me to be like m- me to get sick it's very hard for me to do that so like the only other thing that ever made me like physically sick to where it's like I can't continue to watch this would be the um. What's that show that people have been raving about? Uh, uh, Dahmer? The Gay Killer. Dahmer. That one made me sick to where I couldn't continue watching it. You're going to continue watching this. Yeah. Because it's going to hold you there, but it's going to make you feel sick and angry. His character is going to just piss you the fuck off. And you're oh, be I like, wait. I want to strangle him. <laughs> and, dude, Egerton fucking kills it because he shows that emotion. Like, he Oh, it's so good! It's so good. Oh, that show's be, amazing. Let's be real. You and I both, when we saw Kingsman back in 2015, you and I both said this kid, <laughs> this kid's got something. You and I both knew this that as a young kid and and uh, as Eggsy and um um and Kingsman, you and I both said this. Watch this kid. He's gonna be something one day. I get. I've seen again the Kingsman aside. He was so good. Eddie the Eagle, which I love. Also, as as he him as Elton John, dude. Holy! I didn't get to shit. see the Elton John movie, but I heard it was so well. He's it. Oh, dude! I'm telling you, Joe. I'm kind of upset that that movie did not get the same love that. Um, sorry, but Bohemian Rhapsody, which I thought it was a fine movie. I thought you know he as Freddie Mercury was great. Remy Malek was great as Freddie Mercury, but I I definitely I, feel I, like Rocket Man Rocket was a Man. way better movie. It was it was it was it was filmed with such like love and you know magic and some kind of this like appreciation to the movie itself to, to uh, sorry, elton john himself but like dude i'm telling you the whole time i'm Ro- watching rocket man i don't see Terry egerton i'm seeing elton john and it's like in the way he's saying the way he moves the way he has you know this like kind of like elton's like you know, mannerisms it's flawless man but guess what the movie came out came and went no one talked about it when bohemian rhapsody came out Everyone's talking about it. Again, it's a well, fine that, movie, but it's oh, it just it should got more love if you ask me. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, I heard so many good things, especially from it's you really and other just clips and everything. It looks amazing. So uh, but good. that leads me into what I talk about before we close this out, yeah, which ahead. is how these movies are flopping and how these movies are not getting the attention that they deserve. <laughs> from the public and I, if Moses and Nick were here I feel like they would talk about it from a business standpoint I don't, don't want to talk it as a business standpoint I want to talk about it as a uh, and, and I, uh, we could definitely talk about this next time when Moses and Nick are here because I would love to hear what they have to say but I want to talk about it as a as an audience perspective because we, we got to look at it from both sides a business yeah. perspective Rocketman did well with trailers and putting it out marketing, there yeah marketing and everything and they didn't show too much either because you no, know didn't. it wasn't even a long movie either so and you know how i feel with all these new with all these movies coming out with like five fucking trailers showing the whole fucking movie they so you know yeah which is ridiculous they did well not to do that and to, to, to market it well. And it was on YouTube and all this other, like I constantly saw tra- trailers for the rocket man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for, but like with other movies as well, like they do marketing, but they don't get the file. Like people aren't going to go see these movies anymore, which no. I, which breaks my heart because it's like, why are you guys, like, is it, is, are we at the point again where it's like we're only going to see movies that like social media Super, people superhero will, will yeah. talk about, like superhero, but also what our social media people will, fo- yeah, will go see? Because, because let's be honest, me and you did not want to see Team Union Turtles 2, but a lot Ooh. of people went to go see it. Even if it flopped, it still <laughs> it had a lot of people going and talking about it. Hey, you know what? Came out that weekend? Because, Popstar came out that weekend too, and that movie flopped. That movie flopped when it shouldn't have, but Team uh, Team and Turtles got, you know, lots of views. Lots of views. And a lot of people went to go see that, but that was also because social they were have paying social media people to to fucking you know, to to advertise their movie. So what I'm curious is about like what. Like I can't fully understand is what are these people picking to go see as a movie and being like this will be a good movie and then this will be shit because me and you have talked about it. Pop Star was amazing, Rocket Man was amazing. Um, let me let me just not pull Star up. It's not Cyberpunk. Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner twenty seven. Twenty forty nine. Yep. Twenty forty nine. Yep. Flopped as well. Like all these movies are flopping, but it's like people aren't gonna go since seeing them. So I'm so curious of like what these people are picking as movies that are good and bad because obviously these good movies are getting attention late. You know what I mean? But that's also because that's on TikTok now. Like these clips are on TikTok and and oh, 100% social media. So people are being like, oh man, that movie was so good. You know, I saw clips of it and I decided to watch it. Where it's like, why don't you just go fucking watch it in theaters? You know what I mean? So that's my thing where it's like, 100%. What are you guys like? I'm so confused about it now. You know, Joe, I was the thing too is that, you know, COVID was also a big part of that. COVID made people say, you know what? I'm going to wait till it comes on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, where it's like, again, we know people like this pretty well. Well, yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till, you know, uh, Netflix. And I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're missing the, 
you're missing the theatrical you're missing the experience of seeing you know, theaters you know you're, you're missing you're like you're missing like the you know the joy of like on a big 80 foot screen you know if you get even the imax movie we mentioned last last episode if you missing a movie on imax you will never see it again i mean you'll see it on blu-ray depending on the movie and the filmmaker too but like you will not have the same experience watching on netflix than you will in in theaters and to your point yeah people are kind of like people are getting too comfortable what what they're seeing again as someone we both grew up on you know ninja turtles that's an ip people are familiar with people people are going to the theaters nowadays man for familiar movie for, for for familiar ips for familiar for familiar um you know uh franchises familiar you know um stuff that's yeah marvel marvel dc um like all that kind of stuff is like they're familiar with this so they won't take risks on seeing movies that they're not comfortable with which kind of sucks i feel like back in the day that was the opposite like look at adam sandler movies his movies made so much money and they're all original or they're all kind of like unique nowadays you see them on only on netflix because they weren't no one seeing them anymore on netflix on theaters or again they wanted to go see yeah they wanted to go see um iron man 3 they wanted to see you know uh guardians galaxy it's they're they're too the people are getting too familiar again in my opinion audience are getting too familiar with what they want to go see and the good movies that we love that get like yeah, place me on the ponds or blade runner 2049 or baby driver they're being they're getting their love at home which kind of sucks because again they're meant for the big screen they're meant for the big imax they're meant for the big dolby or prime uh, prime video which right. prime uh, amc okay. whatever theaters they're definitely meant for like theaters and to your point the trend now on TikTok or Instagram or you know YouTube is that oh so and so says movie's awesome. awesome. And to your point, Joe, where were you opening weekend? Where were you when Popstar came out? Where were you when Blade Runner came out? When were you when this movie came out? It's like, like they won't see anything until a social media person talks about it, which again to be very good for the movie. But to your point, Joe, it's yeah, it's it's it, it kind of hurt it. It kind of hurts like not in the box not office. The it's box like office. oh man, like you're helping it now it's on Netflix. You're helping it now because. It's on. It's easy for you to watch now. It's again being too comfortable with something that. Yeah, yeah. I agree, hundred percent. I mean, what's a good? In your opinion, Joe, the past five or six years, other than Blade Runner, other than you know, uh, Baby Driver, whatever. What's a movie that you can think of that like we both loved? We saw in theaters, but guess what? No one saw. Do you have one in mind? Uh, not this instant because I didn't mention a few. Um, oh, look at Tag. Tag was a great. Tag was such a fun movie. Oh, Tag, Tag was, was so much fun. Movie. Guess what? That movie did not do well in theaters. That was a very, no. very well marketed movie. And it was it was smart with their marketing. They did a good job. You know, YouTube campaign and Instagram campaigns before TikTok too. So good time on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> what? I, no, I, I I have another movie. Still haven't seen because I can't I can't fucking find it anywhere besides paying for it on Amazon, what which is it? Widows. Bro, I will find one. Widows. Widows is a movie that I feel like came again. Again, this is for our viewers, listeners too. Twenty eighteen. I remember this year so vividly well. I was a I was a junior in college, and, and dude, I remember Widows. I remember Widows? Uh, Bad Times uh, of the El Royale, El Royale were two movies that I was like, 
oh my god, these are uh, original movies. They have a great cast. It's so they're so good. They're so well written. Great performances. And guess what? Those movies, Joe, they, they didn't even make uh, double digits uh, opening weekend. They made five mil or eight mil opening weekend, and no one saw them. And no, no one saw them. No one saw them. Saw them. And that's yeah. And that's like so disappointing because it's like these films are so amazing, but why aren't you going to go see them? Why are you waiting until stream? Because streaming doesn't pay the real people. Streaming pays the people the company that is streaming them, yes. And now you guys are just like, well, now they're going to, to streaming right away. Where it's like that's not good. I don't give a fuck if you don't like big crowds and you're just like, I like the comfortability of my house. You don't always stay home to get drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some of y'all go out and go drink. Y'all don't be like, fuck a restaurant. I'm going to go. I'm going to stay home and cook. Like, y'all, <laughs> y'all go to fast food places. You want the excitement. Inside the fast food places. Or you the want restaurant. the excitement. You guys want the excitement. It's the same for films. Films yeah. and and the great thing is it, the ambiance that you guys go to these places for and the experience. Films do the same things. Theaters do the same things. And if you don't want a big crowd, pick a day. There's days where films are where going to the theater is cheap early as fuck in the morning. You guys are not oh, busy this, early in the Tuesdays. morning. Five dollar Tuesdays. You know what I mean? Yeah, five dollar Tuesday, Tuesdays. Discount Tuesdays. You guys, Tuesdays, are, yeah. you guys can go see a new movie for five bucks early in the morning, where there's not going to be a lot of people. And you guys, oh, exactly. Like, well, why would I want to do that? Why the fuck would you want to go to a crowded ass club and get drunk and humped on by every fucking body? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> like, no, nah, seriously, think about that shit. Films are. Theaters are losing money, and films are, are uh, and people who work on these films, not just the actors, the crew behind it, the directors, producers, writers, everybody is not getting the money that they fucking deserve because people no. want to stay home and watch. These people's lives are at stake because their livelihoods are at stake. Just like how you guys are concerned that robots are going to take everybody's job, you guys are now taking everybody's job and having them get paid less and only focusing on the actors for streaming. Go to a theater. Theaters are so amazing, and there's days and times where people are not there. There's not a big crowd. There really isn't. Like, I have gone to theaters my whole entire life, and me and Doug have seen new movies with, like, with, like, a few people in them. And there's yeah. been times where it's just me and and the homies in the theater. That's us, yeah. Literally, just us, us watching and only our reaction, and that's so great. So, so pick a time, grab family, grab friends, go by yourself. Fucking no judgment, shit. Go enjoy these movies, but stop waiting until streaming because it, that affects mm -hmm. more than you truly think it does. And also, these films deserve the notoriety instead of a few years after. You know what I mean? Don't be like Doug when Place Beyond the Pines. <laughs> I know. And that shit, being like, why didn't I see this movie years because I told you about this and you don't want to go see it. Okay? Don't be like Doug. Alright? Don't be, be Doug. Doug. 
be, be better than the gap. Be better than the gap. Be better than the gap. Be better than Doug. Go see his movies. Come what? on, I understand you guys aren't big theater people. Who the fuck cares? Theaters are great. You it's know, the shit. Man. You, they let you take in persons, backpacks, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Just put some snacks in there, motherfucker. Shit, you don't need popcorn <laughs> and a Sarpie, but you can grab a soda and some candy and maybe some chips. Boom, open that because guess yeah. what? No one's going to complain about that. No one's going to stop enjoy you. It. No one's going to no stop, one's gonna stop There's you. ways around. Don't complain about the prices and stuff. Just don't buy shit in there. Just pay for the movie. Go to Walgreens or Aldi's or Walmart or something. Go watch a fucking movie, please. Please, for love fuck. No, exactly. Like, dude, like, we literally, like, like, honestly, man, like, it's, it's, I'm t- again, we've always been the theater people, but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. You can definitely, you can definitely, again, trust me, as, guys, listen, we, we've sucked in so many snacks and drinks and pizzas into theaters before. <laughs> we suck in whole pizzas. Whole pizzas, you know, McDonald's, five guys. McDonald's, five guys, like, everything. <laughs> it's, I'm t- again, I you know again, even my again, even again, I even I have family, family members that like I'm gonna wait till you know watch it on Hulu or Amazon. And it, it, but it's again, it's it sucks because like you want you want because going to the theater you're supporting to your point you're supporting everyone the, the, the actor the actors the directors you're supporting the below the line people the crew catering the catering the PAs the visual effects like these are movies that are really kind of like you know uh, they're they're meant they're meant to be like. They're, they're meant to be literally like in the theaters, meant for the big spectacle. Um, you know, again, I give I, I give props to Jordan Peele for having now he's he's the one also kind of bringing people in for his movies. Um, you know, Nope did, Nope did pretty well for, for 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 original movie, which is great. I mean, it was the highest original movie opening since his last movie, which is 2019's Us, which is again kudos to him. But you know, someone like a Christopher Nolan, like a Tenet or Interstellar or yes. Dunkirk, or you know, you want to see his movies in theaters because, or again, you know, Denis Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner and Dune, you know, because those are IPs for sure. Those are for sure IPs. But you you can't you the same experience is not the same at home or on a laptop or on, on an airplane. Yes, it's convenient for sure. But I do hope that 2023. There's some great movies coming out, you know, both franchises and original movies that hopefully again this year it was kind of up and down a lot with, this, with the movies. You know, Top Gun did a big help bring the audience back to the theaters. I feel like you know, um, you know, Avatar, so did Black Panther. But I'm hoping 2023 is a year of like, how about you know what? Let's have original movies make a comeback in theaters. You know, whether we have, I mean, either big star or not in a, in a movie theater, in a movie or a big director, let's have original movies make a comeback. Where like, you know what? We can go and say, "Wow, like I love this movie." Uh, you know, again, you know why? Word of mouth is very powerful. I think people don't realize how how crucial word of mouth is for movies. And you never know what someone might hear, like, "Oh, I heard this movie really great. I'm going to see it. Awesome!" And, the, and then, you know, the ball goes rolling and rolling and rolling. It helps the movie a lot. So I, I'm hoping that 2023 will have a comeback for original movies. Again, I, that's why I love A24. We both love, love A24 movies. A24 is really holding down the line of original of, of original movies for young filmmakers, for new filmmakers to kind of like try new things and also bring you know fresh stories, fresh storytelling to theaters and to the cinemas. So I'm hoping, man. I really am. Also, all right. If you haven't seen many trailers about ER, if you go watch and you're looking at the movie posters and movie names. And there you, uh, 
and you see a movie or a movie poster that you haven't seen a trailer for or you haven't heard much about and you don't just say fuck it and go watch it because you can have an intriguing experience because one time me and my dad were at the movie theaters and we didn't know what movie to watch and so we saw this poster of an action movie called um uh the raid the raid the raid the raid is was it American? All right, it was I believe Korean. I believe yeah, I believe it was I a Korean. It's a Korean, movie. yeah. It's a Korean movie, so we had to read subtitles. But me and my dad fucking loved that movie. We didn't see any trailers. All we saw was a poster, and we were like, "Let's go see that one." And we saw it, and we loved it because the action was amazing. The writing, the cinematography was great. Such a great action movie. If you love action oh, movies, so karate good. and kung fu movies, type of stuff like that, with like Jackie Chan stuff, this one wasn't Jackie Chan, obviously. But like, you know what I mean? Where it's like this Asian, uh, uh, you know, kung fu type movie. Uh, we saw it and we had such a great time and that was the experience that I'll never forget because I got to see it with my dad and it was also just a movie where we were just like fuck it and we thoroughly enjoyed it and if you hate it fucking tell other people you fucking hate it it doesn't matter just just see it's a fucking dangerous. movie in the theater <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> all right it's, it's it's no it's it's sorry for well, my like, language i just the, yeah. it's the experience man it's the experience of it all and you know i'm glad i'm getting i'm glad moses is seeing things in theaters you know again I'm, again it's i'm glad that like you know he's kind of reporting back to us like oh this and that and again man i'm hoping that you know is the holidays guys you know I love going to see movies on theaters in Christmas time or holidays with, with, with you know friends. You managed with Joel many years with Moses and Nick and my family. Like it's fun. You know what? It's like you're seeing a movie. Doesn't matter if it's The Fablemans, Avatar, Black Panther, or you know whatever's playing right now. Top Gun. If it's Top Gun still playing, apparently good for them. Uh, but like you know, it's the experience of like wow, man. Like you know why? At home. There's distractions. Get on your phone. Get on your laptop. Get on your you know, iPad or whatever. In the theater, yes, you can have your iPhone on you, obviously, but, but you're, it's the it's the immersion of like, wow, I'm in a theater. I'm in this 80 foot, 80 feet, uh, 80 inch, whatever screen, or not 80 inch, but like 80 foot screen. Like, it's the spectacle that Mo, Mo was talking about earlier. It's a spectacle of being immersed of like, wow, like I'm seeing this. You know, you can turn off, you can turn off the outside world for an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. You know, you can enjoy it. It's the enjoyment of like wow i'm not i'm not at home i'm in a theater i'm enjoying this kind of spectacle and immersion and i hope that 2023 great movies coming through again originals remakes reboots whatever sequels uh you know i hope that the theaters stay stay alive another year for more people to like and think about it in in one day two big movies are coming out the same day that's awesome oppenheimer by christopher nolan which is great and barbie that's gonna be huge to the theaters and I really hope that I'm seeing sold out shows. I'm here. I'm seeing, you know, word of mouth. I'm hoping they both be like great opening, maybe 40, $40 million plus opening weekend for both movies. That would be stellar for the, for the box office, for the uh, theater. So you never know what might come out next year. You have all these big movies coming out. You have all these big things that are, could blow up next year of like movies that you, you didn't hear about. So never underestimate, the, never underestimate the theatrical experience or the movie theater experience because you never know. You might be surprised when you see something. And I truly mean that to this very day. Um, uh, also, I just realized something. My TV has. Wait, what? My my bad. <laughs> my volume's been on for my TV. So if if you tagged along this whole entire time and you heard uh, some echo or double, 
It might have been me. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, had, we've, had, we've, we've had one guy review something. Um, I think it was on was it Amazon or something. It was one of the, it was one of the uh, uh, podcast sites. And the guy was like, the first comment was, your audio sucks. And I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, thank you. Because you know what, man? Again, as we, as we probably always know, you know, we're all different places. You know, Joel's in Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me, Moses is in LA. Nick and I are in, are in Phoenix. So, you know, we're, okay, guys, again, we're still working out. You know, we're very happy that we partnered with our, our RSS.com. They've honestly given us a home for us to, you know, like uh, publish and produce our podcast on everything, whether it's Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Again, even MySpace, you never know when might come back. Um, it's literally, <laughs> it's literally like they've been great with us, great, great partnership with them. Um, so again, bear with us. We're still, we're still figuring, you know, three episodes in now. We're still figuring out the kinks of audio. You know, I'm learning more audio, you know, techniques on YouTube and, you know, Apple, stuff like that, you know, with, with like, you know, frequency levels and stuff like that. But uh, and, and we we do need mics and yeah, we yeah. need better mics and everything, which we will eventually. So yes, just bear with us. Bear with us. It, you know, everyone has a starting point. This is our starting point. It's our starting point. So, yeah. Jeff Bezos was in was in a garage for Amazon. Mark Zuckerberg was in, was in, was in a, was in a lab for you know with um for Facebook. So bear with us. We're still learning. But again, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Joe, my brother, thank you for being my co-captain on this in the, in the last day. Last day. Go ahead. Yeah, but, uh, before we close out, all right, we I've said a show uh, that I have recommended, uh, but yeah, before we close out, we're going to do this every show where we both recommend a show and a movie. You're absolutely right. Uh, for our viewers to go see, and we'll tell you why. Uh, so, Doug, you go ahead. You can start. Of course. And, uh, that. Okay, how about yeah. what, since, since, since it's Christmas, I'm going to do a Christmas theme movie. Uh, a movie that I love so very much that's, that I saw for my 18th birthday with Joel, actually. It's a movie called The Night Before. It's with Seth Rogen, <laughs> Anthony Mackie, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I This is my favorite Christmas movie of all time, I swear. I love this movie so much. We, I remember singing it at 11 a.m., actually. Matinee, actually. Matinee with you, me, and Sebastian for my 18th birthday. And I remember us in the, us in the theater. It was my birthday weekend. I remember us just laughing our asses off the entire time. We were laughing so hard. We were cracking up laughing. It was like uh, almost, it was like Thanksgiving week, whatever. Um, almost, almost Christmas. And I just I, was having two of my best friends in theater with me, laughing, ass off, laughing our ass off in this movie, having so much fun. It's Christmas, guys. It's called The Night Before. If you can find it on anywhere, I think it's on, I don't know if it's, on, it's on Netflix anymore, but, or you rent it. It's called The Night Before. It's 2015, it's an hour, 40 minutes. Is a rated R raunchy holiday comedy. It's so fun. It's so much fun. It's hilarious. It's very like homage to Home Alone, other Christmas movies. So please watch it. Uh, it's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Uh, for TV shows, you know what? I've honestly, oh, that's kind of tough. I haven't seen anything really like. I'm trying to think. TV TV show wise, um, um, I'm trying to think of something I watched TV. I watched a lot of reruns of Community and Thirty Rock. Um, I'm trying to think shows. I just finished White Lotus. White Lotus is a great show. White Lotus uh, season two just ended. I just finished that, so I recommend both seasons of White Lotus on HBO Max. One was better than two, if you ask me, but it's really good. What about you, Joe? Uh, well, I already said well say earlier which is the serpent queen fucking yep uh great movie over uh not movie uh great 
uh, show overall. So, so great. Uh, I truly like it. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's it's such an amazing show. Uh, so I uh, highly suggest that if you got stars and, and you can watch it. So definitely watch it that way. Uh, and since we're doing Christmas movies, uh, look up an old early 2005 movie. Uh, it's it's uh it's Santa Santa's sleigh, Santa's Santa. Uh, anyways, look up Santa Santa's sleigh, which is basically a horror movie where Santa goes on a killing spree. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds like Violent Night. What, what I saw last night. It sounds like what I yeah, saw. Yeah, Santa is the bad guy in this one. Uh, it's such a cheesy movie when you watch it now, but it's so great just because it's just like something you don't expect. Uh, it, this one, it's a, it's Santa is the bad guy. He's the one that's going around killing people, blowing them up. It's like he's he's a, a sadistic bastard. Uh, so if you've never seen this horror movie and you cheesy, you know, early two thousand dumb movies. I highly suggest this one. It's a great movie. I one I've never forgotten it. I'm not a big horror movie Santa guy. Slay. It's 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 intriguing. So uh go watch that. It's great. It, you'll love it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, Queen I'm curious and Santa Santa Slay. <laughs> Dude, watch it. It's fucking like you'll you'll die laughing. It's so great. So yeah, oh, those are my two recommendations for this week. Uh since we've set our pieces, uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for watching us. Uh, you know, thank Nick and, and Moses for coming along. Um, sadly, they didn't plug themselves, but you can plug them. Um, so, yeah, I can definitely plug. You know, so again, as I mentioned earlier in the beginning of the episode, guys, again, we're on Spotify. All the all, please, please, yo, follow, subscribe, please, on all the platforms, please. That will help us so much with growth and. Uh, you know, with uh, with uh, ratings for you know Apple and Spotify and Amazon Music. Uh, again, like I said, our website now, please, uh, MidwayAvenueProductions.com. It's running. I'm very proud of this website. All our information's on there. You can find our, you can find all our reviews and our and our contact information and more about us on that website. Um, uh, I know we're all on Instagram. I know Nick's on Instagram. Um, but, but I think I think I, t- I think I had a, a, a lot of social medias on the website. I'll check again, but. We're on we're on social media. Um, we're on TikTok now, Joe. Believe it or not, we're on fishing on TikTok. We're trying to grow that as oh, well. Wow. Okay, nice. <clears throat> you know, on YouTube as well. Go on YouTube, find us. Uh, you know, John of the Light, John of Your Life, or Midway Avenue Productions on YouTube. You will find us right away. Uh, okay, we're on TikTok now. We have Midway Avenue Productions. Instagram, Midway Avenue Productions. You know, you can find all of us on there as well. I said uh, again, thank you, Moses and Nick and Joel for uh, for being the three best co-hosts I could ever ask for on this on the show. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. You know, happy new, happy holidays, happy Merry Christmas, happy New Year. Wishing you all a great, great holiday season and a great start of the new year. And we will see you guys very soon. Peace. Deuces. Happy New Year's and Merry Christmas. <laughs>